Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, the last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krizoska. I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to educators. I'm excited. Awesome. Hi. Sure. I'm Rajani LaRocca. And I be, I'm a doctor and an author outside of Boston. <laughs> Rajani, I don't know how you do it. Um, I'm just, again, we talked about it very briefly, but I know you are super busy. Um, I want to ask just like, how are things going in general? I know that's a loaded question based on how the world is right now, um, but I always want to just check in. So how are things going? You know, things are okay. Things are, I mean, things are going well in, in certain respects and things are just like, you know, the same as everybody else's in other respects where we're just waiting and hoping that, you know, the pandemic gets better. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. I can't complain right now. Yeah, and I, and I think that's okay. To, a great way to respond, and I always tell people like it's okay to not be okay, as well. Like to, they very much tell me or anybody else that like things are hard, and that's normal right now, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I, again, I, I, you, because you do, you wear so many different hats. I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, I want to just start with your childhood, obviously, um, and just kind of what that looked like for you um, as a little girl. I know that you were an avid reader based on just listening to you talk and reading your bios in different places. Um, So in regards to like your childhood, um, and you can start anywhere from elementary or high school or wherever you want to, um, what did that look like for you growing up? So, uh, you know, I had a great childhood. Uh, I was, uh, I'm an only child. And um, my parents were just like, they're just such wonderful parents. And I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, I went to a great school called Louisville Collegiate School. And uh, from fourth grade through the end of high school. So it was a long time at that school and I loved it there. Um, We, uh, I mean, I really got interested in reading pretty early on. I think I was a pretty early reader. I might've been like three or four when I was reading and um, then nobody could stop me. I just kept <laughs> reading lots and lots of things. Um, and But the other thing was that I kind of liked everything. I was like one of those kids that just loved school. So I, um, I liked science, I liked math, I liked um, reading and writing, and I liked um, history, and I liked languages. So um, we, we started taking French. French was the only language that was offered in my school when I was there in sixth grade. So we all took French in sixth grade and I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. And um, I I just had a ball. And I I think, so then I took it all the way through high school. Some people switched languages when we got to high school and they had more offerings, but I took it all the way through. I loved it. And I thought it was so beautiful. And I thought it made a lot of sense, unlike other people. (laughs) So, um, and then we actually like, we took a, uh, a field trip to Chicago one time and we actually ran into somebody who spoke French and I was like, oh my goodness, I can understand them. And also I'm speaking to them in French and they also understand me, which I know like sounds very silly, but I just thought that was the coolest thing. That the mm-hmm. the thing that we learned in class was actually something that applied to real people. <laughs> yeah. That is so awesome. And you know, it's so interesting because I think as, 
um, all, I don't say all people, but most people who go through schooling, it's always fun to see things that you are being taught and being able to apply it to the real world. Because as a young kid, you often think like, why am I learning these things? When will I ever have to use them? And that is a great example of how things kind of come back. And you're like, yes, I did use what I learned in class, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, for some subjects like math and science, I saw them everywhere anyway. Like I knew it. Like I, I could, you know, math is just so applicable to everything. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, science, like I was very interested in biology and I just thought it was so cool that like your body could do all these things and you didn't have to think about it because otherwise mm -hmm. we would spend all of our time thinking about breathing, heart beating, all that stuff and not being able to do anything else. So I thought that was cool. But mm -hmm. yeah, but it was, it was, it was neat. I, I love school and That's uh, awesome. yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I want to talk more about you being, cause I don't know if everyone knows, but you are a physician, which is, it's a lot right now. And I'm assuming you're super busy, but what does a typical day look like for you? Yeah. So I don't, um, I am a primary care doctor, so I, I take care of adults and um, I, uh, I have an office that is part of Mass General Hospital in Boston. Um, so my office is not in the main hospital, it's just uh, a different part of Boston. And I've been there for 20 years now. Wow. And uh, yeah, and um, so it depends on whether it's a day where I'm in the office seeing patients or not. And um, uh, on the days that I'm in the office, I typically just, you know, like we start seeing patients at 8.30, and, um, you know, we can either see sometimes, you know, a half a day up to noon, and then we have some sort of meeting at noon, and then one to five. Um, and I, uh, so that is an example of a day. And then on the days when I'm not in the office, I'll be at home answering messages from my nurses or patients as they come in. And um, uh, since the pandemic hit, for a while, we were only seeing people virtually, which is kind of a bummer, but it's also better than not seeing them at all yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh we were also spending i spent some time in what we called respiratory illness clinics so anybody that had any symptoms of covid would go like we would send them there and they would have an appointment and we'd be in a full gown and everything and you know mask and i i uh gear and everything like that um and then we would be able to test them there and get chest x-rays and all that kind of stuff so that was that was pretty wild. Um, I did not do any inpatient stuff uh, like in the hospital uh, during COVID um, because most of my practice is all my practice is now all outpatient. Um, yeah, and now I see mostly people in person uh, with masks and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, one day a week, uh, I see people virtually. So it's like a wow. Zoom call. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anything? I want to thank you. Like that's just oh. again phenomenal and no i honestly like i but just you i just appreciate the work that you do so much um because again you wear so many different hats and on top of that you're giving so much to so many different people in so many different ways so i really truly appreciate that so much um i, I okay. want to talk to you a little bit about um family um, I know you have two beautiful kids, um, you have a partner, you have a dog. Um, yes. What does um, family look like for you during this time? Uh, what are some things you like to do to keep traditions in your family? 
Oh, wow. You know, I have to say, so, so not only, so my children are now in college and they're both on mm-hmm. campus. So that's great. But they were home for a lot of 2020, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and then my parents live with us too. So, uh, you know, in Indian families, that's actually very common is that the grandparents mm-hmm. live, you know, mm-hmm. with you. So that was really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, one thing that we've done, like, we, that we've done before COVID and after COVID is walk the dog together. Oh, I love that. And I gotta, I gotta tell you, that is like, it's one of the most awesome things because there's something about looking forward and paying attention <laughs> to like to a little furry critter that enables you to just say stuff that you wouldn't necessarily otherwise say. And uh, it also gives you an excuse to like go take a walk with your kids, which is, you know, I'm not sure that we would be walking that much if um, it weren't for the dog. Like the dog needs to walk. So we might as well all walk together. So yeah, I I think that's the big one. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And because the kids are older, I think it, I think it may unfortunately get harder, obviously, because they're way more um, and they're, becoming more interested they're possibly finding partners finding jobs etc um and i'm assuming through zoom and through facetime and all those other things that you can use to stay connected you're doing that which is great um how are they doing in regards to the schooling in regards to what it looks like for them um online or in person yeah they're doing well i mean i think first semester like last fall semester was especially hard for them because Mm. so my daughter my daughter was a senior in high school when covid hit so she like missed spring of her senior year like she didn't get to do all the stuff the fun stuff with your friends that you always look forward to so and you know they had virtual graduation oh well but she got to go on campus um yeah which was really cool so we we took her there and even though she was on campus, like all of the classes were online. So she has a single room with a, her own bathroom, which is amazing. <laughs> and she basically spends like all, she spent all day in her room. And then like, you know, periodically would like go and have a meal maybe with some other people. But, um, so that was, that was a hard, I think first semester. Now they have more hybrid stuff and some things in person. And then same thing with my son. He, he is now a third year in, in college. So he, he, um, his first semester was all online and he was on campus, but he was just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not easy. And then mm-hmm. um, this semester is a lot more, there's a lot more openness and there's some stuff happening in person, which is a lot better. Good. And both both colleges have done a great job of keeping awesome. the rates low, but, you know, kids have been awesome. responsible. So it's, it's been awesome. good. And that's the most yeah. important thing. And I think as a freshman, it's always hard, like uh, as a teacher watching kids graduate online, like it's, it's beautiful to watch as people are creative and they figure out things, but I just feel for them because it's so not what they expected, not the way they wanted to go out um, in regards to the connections that they've made, like their freshman year of university or college, like that's supposed to be such a huge buildup in regards to building relationships, finding new friendships, experimenting, like so many things. Um, I feel for a lot of those kids because when they look back, it's going to be very different how they reflect um, and the things they remember as well. I know there's beauty in all those things, like they will find bits and pieces of joy, but it's just so different than what they would have expected. So them having to, to just have to pivot and kind of figure out what that looks like for them today. I take my hats off to them because they are so flexible in regards to- I know. and everything 
at least they're all in it together. That's what I told my kids. I said, everyone's going through the same thing. So it's not like you're the only one that's missing out. Like literally everybody is going through this. So Mm -hmm. it's okay. Be safe, make friends. And like, Mm -hmm. this will be over eventually and things will be safe again. And you you know, you'll be able to go off and have more of a regular college experience <laughs> yeah your things will be fine and they're, i think they're in great positions in regards to school like first year you have lots of hopefully lots of years left where you will yes. eventually get to experience what college normally is in third year it's like you're not quite there yet for the most part <laughs> but yes. you're at a time yes. where you're you know your courses you have some friends like you should yes. feel a little bit more comfortable so those are almost for me at least thinking about it the perfect years to go into it <laughs> um, because you you kind of have a little bit of a sense of like, you know what, it's going to get better, right? It's going to get better. Absolutely. And I have time here for it to and get I better. Have time. Yeah. And I have time, which is, which is, which is great. Um, I want to talk obviously about just your books just because, you know, books are awesome. <laughs> what you write is awesome. Um, and the main thing for me is I, I wonder just about how you come up with topics for your books or even characters for your books. Um, Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Of course. Um, So what's really weird is that when I first went back to writing like 10 years ago, I was afraid that I would run out of ideas because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, like what if I only had one book in me? Like, (laughs) wouldn't that be sad? And then I got to tell you, once you start writing, you're like, oh, I have too many ideas and there's no way that I will have enough time in my life to write all these ideas. But I guess what what I would say is that ideas are all around you and very often um, there's just like a little kernel of something that drops into your head. So sometimes it's a line, like with picture books, sometimes it's, it's a it's single line that comes to me and I'm like, oh, I think that's an idea for a book. Um, like one time, um, a few years ago, I was walking my dog. This is a very good time to come up with ideas is when you're walking your dog. Um, there was this line called, there's a secret code inside you. And I was mm. like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I think I think I know, I, yeah, I think I know why that's in my head. And then I literally sat down and like wrote this book about DNA. And then sometimes it is like I took a writing class and that's how I came up with the, like I generated a bunch of ideas for a novels. And um, that's how I came up with the idea for my first novel, Midsummer's Mayhem, was was from a childhood memory where um, like my dad would sometimes go on business trips and he would come back. And because I had an overactive imagination, I'd be like, what if the person who came back was not my dad, but someone who looked like him? <laughs> how would I know the difference? And I would like come up with these like quiz questions for my dad. And luckily it was always him. But I was like, well, what if there's a girl whose dad comes back from a business trip and he is acting weird and there's something wrong with him and she's the only one who notices. And then I kept asking myself why until I finally got to this crazy Shakespeare crossed with baking um, premise. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I mean, sometimes, and then this, uh, my most recent novel that was released of Red, White and Whole, which is in... um, which is in verse, it's in poetry. Um, thank you. That that came to me as a metaphor. And I was like, oh. And then I thought, I, I was writing another novel at the time and so I couldn't work on it all the time. So I just kind of like thought about it periodically and like Friday nights I might jot a few notes. 
And, um, and then I finally got to work on it. And like, it was all like, I had all, I had already figured it all out in my head. What happens in the story? Wow. It's wow. so crazy, right? It is so crazy. And that book is just so beautiful. I'm not even going to say anything about it. If you're listening, you just need to go out and read it. It is oh my goodness. Oh. such, it is such a beautiful book. It really, really is. Honestly. Um, I love all of the, like, you bring so much out of it. Like the message in itself is so powerful, just how you build the character. And I love books in verse so much. Like, I think they are my, I just love how everything is done so purposefully. Like every word, every line, every sentence, every comma, every period, like everything. And I, I when I read, that's kind of what I look for. And when I read your work, specifically this book, I get every, bit of it and it gives me goosebumps I really do love this but I really do love your book so much <laughs> oh my goodness thank you it's wow so, it's, it's so it's it's such a beautiful book and to hear that's how it was developed that it, like you were thinking of an idea and then all of a sudden it was like okay I just need to write it I just need to write it I think it, it was so meant to be the book was so meant to be into the world so I appreciate it I really do and again on top wow. of that you're doing so much so for you to give books to people like me and kids, etc. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh. Well, thank <laughs> you for reading and thank you for, you know, telling people about it and being a teacher. So thank no. you. <laughs> Regina, I just have maybe one more question that I want to ask you. Um, and again, this could be anything um, in regards to family, in regards to friends, in regards to your partner. Um, what do you trying to do um, when you have time um, in regards to joy, um, in regards to getting away? Do you get time to get away? Um, and what does that look like for you? Wow. Okay. So if this were not pandemic times, uh, I would say that I love to travel. Like we really do love to travel. And we usually, um, we usually go someplace out of the country for like a week, all of us and um we like we loved it like we loved going to different places and learning about different cultures and eating different kinds of food and that all that kind of stuff um but now since we can't do that um i just so i i try to exercise regularly that helps with joy <laughs> it really does when your body is like I'm feeling good, then it definitely helps you to like be able to transmit some joy. Um, I am reading a ton. I'm just reading everything I can get my hands on. I, um, and I, I mean, we can still do the walks with the dog. So that's what we do. And then we, um, and then writing. I think that writing really helps to, to bring joy into my life um and hopefully ultimately will bring some joy into other people's lives that's awesome that's awesome and again i just want to thank you so much for sharing your story with me spending time with me um and again bringing such beautiful books into the world and helping the world in other places in regards to the work that you do in office with patients as well um Regina, where can people find you so um, they can uh, find me on my website, www.rajanilaraka.com. It's uh, R-A-J-A-N-I-L-A-R-O-C-C-A.com. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram and um, Clubhouse. 
and it's at Rajani Laraka. Thank you, Rajani. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure.